ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all shapes, sizes, and ages, welcome to another episode of the Everyday Eddie Podcast, where it's not a professional podcast, but it is a professional something. Uh, today, as I'm recording this, is June 25th, and yeah, I know, I've been slacking, I've been tired, I've been unmotivated, and you know, I've been lazy, I'll admit it. I've been lazy working on the podcast on the day that I'm about to drop it. But you know what? The grind don't stop and neither do I. So here I am, busting it out for you guys before I have to go to work. Because ain't shit change but the motherfucking game. Alright? Respect the hustle. I'm doing it. And thank you for listening and supporting on Anchor FM, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. Because unlike my bills, support is free, so please share my podcast. (laughs) Nah, but uh, all jokes aside, yeah. You know, I feel like with everything that's going on in the world, uh, maybe not just me, but I feel a lot of us haven't been as motivated to do things because, you know, usually, you know, the more work you get done, the more fun you can have. But lately, with everything going on, There ain't much fun to be had, you know, and I know places are opening up, people are progressing, but y'all acting like this motherfucking thing don't exist, like, goddamn, all willy-nilly, I see snaps of people going to beaches, movie theaters opening next month, y'all about to be acting crazy, y'all already acting crazy, like this motherfucking disease ain't about to kill y'all. And maybe it won't kill y'all, but it might kill someone you love, or it might kill a family member of someone you know, or it could, it could hurt anyone, but y'all acting like this shit is just gone as soon as the world opens up. No, it's not gone. It's still like anything else, the flu, chicken pox, poison ivy, it's there, lurking, waiting for you to slip up, and y'all motherfucking slipping. Don't, y'all not about to catch me slipping. I got my mask. I stay strapped. I could do better with the hand sanitizer and washing my hands more often. But I'll admit, I'm slipping. But I'm going to do better. Because I'm not finna be inside all winter after being inside all summer. Okay? Because y'all, y'all already acting a fool. Y'all not taking this shit seriously. Some of y'all are. And those are the people I'm rocking with. But some of y'all going to bars that are, like, kind of opening. These restaurants with outdoor seating. Yeah, it's outdoor seating, but shit, there's only so much you can do. People still got to walk past y'all. All I'm saying is, ain't shit changed. Bless you, Brian, in case y'all heard my dog sneeze. Ain't shit changed, but the motherfucking game. But even then... The game ain't changed, just the rules and the arena. And y'all acting crazy like this shit ain't about to be hitting different when it comes back. Like, yes, I see the argument that lack of exposure will just make us more, uh, you know, I'll say ripe to when the disease comes. But without a vaccine, there ain't shit we could do. So stop fucking around with your lives and my health. I fucking hate y'all. Damn. Fuck. No. But, uh, yeah, so aside from my now what it seems to be weekly COVID announcement of wear your mask, wash your damn hands, and stay the fuck inside. Um, sorry, I've been up since like five o'clock this morning. That's what happens when I go to bed early. It's weird. Uh, let me get a swig of water. But that's that's what we're starting on. So you know, now that we've had our appetizer, it's time for us to dig into the main course of today's episode. So, a lot of y'all might be wondering. 
what is on for today's episode. I don't have a set topic. Do I usually? Sometimes. Sometimes there's something bothering me. I want to get it off my chest. I like to think of y'all as my little therapy group. Maybe y'all can relate to a topic. Maybe y'all can't. But today we're going off the cuff. A little more off the cuff than usual. And I'm going to start by saying, because this is a conversation I had yesterday and I told my friend I would bring it up, is why is it not socially acceptable for a man to wear leggings? And now, I'm just saying, I would like, not really that I would like, I mean, there's biker shorts, which are kind of like it, but, you know, I feel, I always hear girls mentioning, leggings are comfy. If you had leggings, you wouldn't wear jeans. Me, personally, I love my jeans. It wasn't until probably like the last year or so, that I actually started enjoying the comfortableness of sweatpants. Before, sweatpants were like, man, I'm having a rough day, sweatpants. Before that, jeans. Jeans at 24-7-365. But, you know, in the past year, I've come to love sweatpants. They comfy. They, they stretchy. I realize not all sweatpants don't have pockets. And, you know, it's kind of just like pajamas for being in public. Except more socially acceptable. Which is the other thing. Can we normalize men wearing leggings and pajamas in public? Like, shit. I actually, there's a guy I know in college. He's graduating now, but, uh. When we were in school together, he would go to the dining hall in his robe with pajama pants on. And I, you know, part of me was just like, wouldn't you want to wear like actual clothes? But then the other part of me was slightly envious because it's just like, damn, to not give that amount of fucks and just be comfy. But nonetheless, I digress. Not everything needs to be a goddamn fashion show. Sometimes... I don't want to have to put effort when I'm going into the bar. The same way, in the same breath though, I don't want to be wearing sweatpants at the bar and have to worry about my dick print showing. But it would be nice to wear sweatpants to the bar, be comfortable, get me a little dranky drank, you know, some juice. And still be able to pick up a girl instead of being looked at like, the fuck is he wearing? You know? And yes, there are sweatpants that are made for more going out functions. But maybe I want to go to the bar like I just came from the gym. Because maybe a brother had a rough day. And now said brother... Wants to sit down at the bar, have a drink, maybe engage in some casual flirtation. If it leads to something, eh, who knows? But I shouldn't be judged for wanting to wear sweatpants to a bar, leggings in public, or pajamas to work. People say, oh, pajamas aren't professional. Wrong. I'm not sure how many of you have seen How I Met Your Mother. But Barney has a pair of suit pajamas. So you tell me pajamas can't be professional. Shit, there are pajamas that look like sweatpants and you'd never know the difference. Pajamas is warm. And it's getting cold outside soon. I don't... Listen... (laughs) There's a very distinct lack of my sleeping pattern being messed up, but I have managed to fix it somewhat, okay? It's just last night I fucked up. I didn't stay up late enough. Um, So, yeah, that's what happened. But I just want to say a man should not be ostracized.
by the clothing that he wears. A great example. Actually, a great example of a man who wears what he wants and no one judges him. Yes, I want to say the movie Rocket Man. Yes, I want to say Prince. But I want to say Gabriel Iglesias. Anytime you see that man, it's Hawaiian shirts, shorts, nobody bats an eye. And I respect it. I, I mean, yeah, that man has enough money to do that. But, you know, if Floofy can walk around in that, let me wear pajamas. Let me wear leggings. Let me wear sweats to a bar. Thank you for listening to my TED Talk. <laughs> Yo, this podcast is ass, but thank you for listening. <laughs> um, next, next, next. Um, dating in the modern era is so weird, isn't it? Like, there's Bumble, Tinder, hooking up with your friends' friends. Uh, but, you know, it's, 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 it's changed a lot since probably our siblings, if there's an age gap, or our parents were dating before, like, you actually had to, you know, talk to people. Nowadays, it's like, hey, let's hook up first, and then, you know, if the sex is good, which, mind you, that's not a bad way to start dating. No, the relationship should not be based solely off of sex. But it would suck to talk to someone, start dating, and then when you finally have sex, there's just no spark, no connection, and then it's just like, well, I can't break up with you over sex because now I look like the bad guy, guy or girl, but you look like a terrible person because you spend a lot of time talking and it's like, no, this isn't about sex, like, we have a connection, and then it's just like, yeah... It's about the sex, like, oof. Like, is is there a way to actually break up with someone and it not be about the sex? Probably is. Um, but, you know, it, it's, it's difficult. It, it's very, very difficult to have that conversation. But, on the other hand, if you have sex with someone first, and then you date, at least you know, like, okay, here's, like, okay, we connect sexually, can we connect mentally and emotionally? Uh, but, you may be saying, well, you can always talk, but yes, you can have that conversation about, you know, what did or didn't click uh, for you. But that requires both of you being secure and open enough to say that you want to try new things or admit that something didn't work for you in order to then approach that conversation. And I'll admit it, not everyone has the emotional maturity. I know sometimes, as much as I've grown, and a lot of my friends will tell you that I went from probably like a grade A uh, asshole, douchebag, uh, if you will, um, to now I'm about a B minus, not so much douchebag, more just asshole, um, typically in sarcastic comments uh, and buffoonery, Um, but you know, the maturity really just differs person to person. Um, and, you know, no matter how much you mature in other aspects of your life, the growth isn't always there when you need them to be in other aspects. Um, so, you know, it, it, it's just something to think about. But what really kind of find I find interesting, also based off the conversation I was having with my friend yesterday, is can we get rid of saying that someone isn't your type or that type 
I, if I feel like when people mention types, I feel like it's Pokemon. Because, you know, you have your, your water, your steel, your dragon, your fairy, your dark, your normal, your bug, your electric, like, and everything, your poison. Uh, you have what's weak and what's strong against. And not that type isn't bad. I would just say, like, it's like food. You have a preference. Because you don't really know you don't like something until you try it. And even if you try it the first time, it might not be your taste at the time of consumption. But as things, as you get older, your taste buds change, you grow, things may open up in your palate. Me, for example, I used to hate broccoli. Then as a kid, I discovered, oh, if I drown the broccoli in ketchup, it doesn't taste that bad. Then after a while, the broccoli just tasted horrible. Again, even with ketchup. It was terrible. Don't know why I did that. Um, But now, I'll eat broccoli. I fucks with some broccoli from time to time. Uh, Probably the only vegetable besides corn that I fucks with on the regs. Maybe potatoes too, but that's another story. Um, But when I was younger, I also used to like eggs. Hard-boiled. Not so much scrambled. I think too much Spanish food because everything is fucking scrambled eggs, God. Um, but hard-boiled, uh, I used to eat them with the yolk, and then eventually I started eating eggs without the yolk. Um, then eggs with ketchup when I wasn't really in the mood, but I'd still eat the eggs. And now at this point, eggs make me gag and nauseous. Um, where was I going with this? Oh, yeah. But essentially... Your type and your preferences are always changing. Um, Even with dating. You know, when I was younger, I would say, oh, I always want to date a girl. Blonde hair. Cheerleader. uh, Blue eyes. You know, that was my type. But after, you know, going through high school, college, experiencing life, I don't really have a type just more of like I can't even say I have preferences anymore it's just like yo do we fucking vibe like if I can sit there and get to know you to the point where we can have a conversation and it's not just like a superficial like oh hey how you doing oh we should hang out like some shit like that like fuck it why not like I'll try uh I'll try anything once at least um in most aspects of my life um, but, you know, you don't know until you take that first plunge, um, so it's, yeah, I'm not so much open to this, but you never know until you try it, you might be scared to try something new, or date someone outside your typical preference, but, you know, you can't let fear things hold you back, um, It's different when there's a disease out in the world. All right? We need to stop spreading this. But, however, uh, when it comes to taking personal and professional risk, um, you just kind of got to go for it. You know? Like, even me sitting here talking on this podcast. Um, well, not so much. Kind of, sort of. I mean, it is a risk, but I'm doing something that I love, and if someone can't respect that, it's kind of just like, fuck it. But, um, you know, so far, the people that I talk to have given me positive reviews. They like it. They enjoy it. Um, and you know, I, I like this, like I said, this is our time. Uh, I am caressing your ears with my smooth, sultry voice. Which, honestly, I used to hate my voice. I think that's how come I'm so quiet sometimes around people. Is because I would always, my mom would always want me to read to her. So, whenever I read, I'd put her to sleep. And she would just say she loved my voice. And it's just like, well, fuck. 
That makes me feel monotone and boring. But you know what? Fuck it. My voice was made for your listening pleasure, and that's what I'm doing. Y'all listening to me. I got y'all captivated in what I'm saying. You know? We, we, we bonding. We learning. We growing. And that's the important part. That we bond, we learn, and we grow. So, uh, what have I been watching? Because, you know, with everything going on, I'm not working as much. So, might as well binge some of the shows on my list out. Um, season two of Black Lightning, they're on to like season five at this point, but like season four or five. But, um, yeah, I started catching back up because it went from being one of those shows that I liked watching on a week to week basis that my to my schedule just got busy and then it was just like, oh, I'll catch up and just binge it. So now I actually started binging it and, oh my God, with everything that's going on in the world right now, because the world is a fucking scary place. But it's definitely one of the shows that if you want to understand being black, definitely the first season. Season two is good, but it and it deals with some of the issues, but not as many as the first season to what I've noticed. But definitely the first season, um, especially the character of Tobias Whale. Um, the actor for him is just marvelous, and so is Cress Williams. Uh, and there's a lot of motivational things, as well as, you know, things that aren't so pleasant to learn about, or hear about, or to see. But it's definitely something that needs to be done, which for a CW show is weirdly nice to see. Um, One of the things that Cress Williams' character of Jefferson Pierce says to his students, because he's a principal at the school in season one, uh, is, whose future is it? Mine. Where does it start today? How are you going to achieve that future by any means necessary? And I feel like a lot of us forget that because we're so busy running the quote-unquote American dream and the rat race that uh, we forget that our while our values may align with American society, Um, it's okay to diverge off of that. Um, You know, partly why, you know, everything is going to happen with COVID, whether it be a second wave, a third wave, whatever happens with this, is that um, we don't place enough focus on being humane to each other and on human life in general Um, a lot of businesses and corporations have changed from the value of American life be it all people of all nationalities and races to the need for capital and economic success when you know, maybe that's not for everyone. Um, I know with student loans and everything, uh, my parent, my family have been telling me, oh, you need to get, you know, something that will support you better. But honestly, like, I like having things. I like being able to do things. It's nice. But I can honestly say I am happier spending time with my friends. I am happier playing video games, reading books, um, doing this podcast, uh, and I can say that I've lived a pretty fulfilled life to to an extent. I mean, there's a couple things that I want to do, but if, you know, 
I were to die, not of a hate crime, because, uh, side note, I think it's some bullshit that so many black men were found hanging, and they're all coincidentally suicides and not hate crimes, because I don't know about y'all, but I doubt any black man would hang himself from a tree in public. So let it be known that if I die hanging from a tree, it was foul play. It was foul play. It was foul play. It was foul play. Anyway, um, but we put more of a focus on how we can, like, what people can do for us instead of what we can do to better the people around us, you know? And I feel like we need to get back more to having a bigger value on personal attachments instead of monetary attachments. Because, uh, you know, like that one lyric from Drake, uh, she just want to use people and love things and not the other way around. Something like that. But either way, you know, get back to loving the people around you instead of the things around you. Um, so yeah, that's <laughs> a weird veer off from Black Lightning. Also, uh, Mr. Iglesias, uh, season two came out, uh, funny show, the first show, also, the first season also dealt with, like, a couple more bigger issues with political undertones, while the second season dealt more with the kids going to college or preparing to go to college, um, which was good. It was a nice switch up. Um, so things weren't so heavy, even though he was a history teacher, but definitely I would give, uh, Mr. Glacius season two a, a watch. It is funny. Uh, it is a great show. Um, also watched, I'm trying to think of the name, The Order. Great show. Love it. Start to finish. Um, definitely if you're a fan of darker shows, um, like that deal with magic and werewolves, um, definitely, definitely, definitely check it out. I can't recommend it enough. It is by far one of my favorite shows on Netflix, season one, season two, um, and I can't wait to see where they go with season three. Uh, also, Daybreak. This came out last summer. If you haven't watched it, please watch it because it's not getting a season two. But hopefully, you know, we get something. It was a good show. Um, it is based off of a book. I do eventually want to find the book and see what happened. Uh, because I think it's bullshit that it's not getting a season two. It was probably one of the most watched shows on Netflix after it came out, and it's not getting a season two. Um, any other shows I can recommend? I finished The Flash season six. Yeah, because it's two seasons behind Arrow. Um, I feel like it should have ended at episode six because I feel like that would have been a better cliffhanger um, and like the following two episodes 17 didn't help 18 did so it's kind of like a toss up um, Riverdale was pretty good uh, I finished that like a couple weeks ago but waiting till one of my friends finishes watching uh, I don't know if she listens to the podcast I think she tried a couple times but you know uh, I want her to finish it so I can talk to her about it. A couple of my friends to finish so I can talk to her. If you watch Riverdale, uh, hit me up because <laughs> I am, I like it, but I just need to re like discuss some things out. Um, so then, what other shows... I don't know. Um, 
yeah, that that's kind of it for shows. Uh, gaming, The Last of Us 2 came out. I am. Can I just say, if you spoil a movie or you spoil a video game before they come out, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, rot in hell. Because uh, The Last of Us 2 is, so far, I am probably about two, three hours in. And it is a great game so far, so far, that I have experienced. It is great. Um, could it be better? Yes. Everything can be better. But for what it is, at the time that it is being played, it is great. And I definitely can't wait for it. Um, Skate 4 got announced. It's in early development, which means they probably don't have shit for it, um, but it got announced that it was being made, uh, what else is going on in gaming, uh, PS5, they did a whole release, and it is gonna have so many games, um, and a lot of game companies, if you have a PS4, don't worry, um, if you just bought a PS4, don't worry, if you had a PS4, don't worry, some of the games that you buy on PS4, you'll be able to get free on the PS5. Uh, one of them being Grand Theft Auto V Online. So I think that'll probably be more like a Warzone type deal where it's just the online, not the campaign. Or, But that works. Like GTA V, honestly, they don't need to make a 6. Like They just keep adding stuff to the online. Even with Red Dead 2 being out, I've heard less about things coming out for Red Dead and more stuff coming out for GTA and it's 2020. This game came out in like 2012, 2013. Because it first came out on the PS3. Now PS4. Whole life cycle. And then. It's going to be on PS5. So. Cool. Um, the new Marvel Avengers game that's coming out. If you buy that on PS4. You'll also get it free on PS5. Um, I can't wait to play that. Looks interesting. Um, but then again, it's also EA, I think it's doing it, or Ubisoft, uh, and if it's Ubisoft, uh, if it's EA, it's, it's hard to get behind a lot of these gaming companies, because a lot of them have trash moralities looking at you 2k um 2k oh now that ux is gone is basically 2k has a bad business model if you haven't noticed that what are you doing the fact that nba 2k games are basically locked behind microtransactions is atrocious <coughs> Their servers suck on 2K online. I don't think I've played a 2K game since 16, and that was the first one I bought. Just so I could see, like, okay, what what's up? Um, but it it wasn't my niche. Like, I used to play Madden and MLB. I never got into. <coughs> sorry, uh, I never got into. I kind of got into football, but not, like, enough that I can name players, stats, and teams. I know teams in baseball. I can follow baseball. I understand baseball. Um, I like soccer. I like playing it more than anything. Like, actually playing it, not online playing it. I got a couple of the FIFAs, but 2K was just never my jam. I Basketball, like, I can watch a game in person. That's how I am with most sports. I can watch it in person, but put it on the TV. Is there anything else on? Uh, except for some baseball games. I can actually sit through and watch the whole thing. Um, but 2K has a trash business model. And then, you know, they actually picked up WWE. And the game was going okay. And then they started locking stuff uh, in that behind VC. Which at first it was like, oh, okay. But the worst part is... They lock things behind VC for the wrestling game. And then they don't even give you a way to buy more VC. And VC for matches is 
fucking shitty to try and build up. So just... And then Ubisoft usually likes to release half-glitched or half-broken games. Like, it's terrible. I think the one game EA actually released that was uh, not... Well, separately from EA. Like, Ubisoft is just half-glitchy or half-broken games. And then EA wants to release okay games. Like, EA games aren't anything to rave about. I think the only game that they did that I would actually rave about is Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. That game is great. Buy it, play it, watch a walkthrough on it. Either way, great game. But other than that, EA releases very subpar games. And I know what you're thinking. Ubisoft, they gave us Assassin's Creed. Yeah. But Assassin's Creed just recently started getting good again. And even that's a stretch. They gave us Far Cry. Far Cry was good, honestly. I'll admit that. I've been playing Far Cry 5 lately with my friend. It's a good game. I'll admit it. it it's a good game. But I prefer to play it with a friend. Which now brings up the question. If a game is fun, only when you're playing with friends, is it actually a good game? Usually the answer is no, unless the game was built for co-op. Far Cry 5 is mid-tier, because even though I don't like playing it single-player, because the AI is god-awful, it is, however, the story that saves it from being a terrible game for Far Cry, uh, dealing with a cult leader in Montana, Hope's Peak, Montana. So... I give that a slide, but honestly, I am looking forward to what games we're going to have. Yo, we got Miles Morales, and as a playable character on the PS5, uh, for his own Spider-Man game, which isn't Spider-Man 2, so I don't think this game is going to be that long. At most, maybe about four to eight hours, maybe six Um which, to anyone who doesn't play video games, is probably wondering, like, how is that not a long time? But, trust me, eight hours is not long enough for a game in today's society. Because um, there are games that are, like, well over 100 hours. Or games that you can put a Like, it, Pokemon alone, if you really wanted to delve deep into the, a Pokemon game, you're probably putting in over 100 hours, and that's not even including, um, oh no, Pokemon's probably like a, uh, it depends on like how much you want to complete a Pokedex, yeah, I, eh, it's debatable, alright, Pokemon is debatable, but okay, let's say a game like God of War, uh, or Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, that's probably like a 20-hour game. Um, Infamous Second Son, probably 40 hours? Well, wait, no. 80, maybe more. I don't know, it depends. Like, a lot of these games you can range. I'll say Infamous Second Son is 40 hours, 20 hours each play through depending maybe 50 if you want to do one playthrough on hard all DLC collectibles like cause you gotta think there's DLC for games there's collectibles but I'm not expecting Spider-Man Miles Morales to be a huge um game like it's it Honestly, it's probably a DLC expansion for the original Spider-Man game, um, but it's more of a side story. So it's probably going to be about eight hours. It's going to probably have like just enough content for it to be like, this is a game. But if it's a $60 game, they might have to hold that. 
like as much as I would love to play as a black Spider-Man, they're going to have to hold that because I don't see it being more than eight hours. And if it's $60 for eight hours, then no, no, that's, that's, that's a hard no. Because I'm not getting my money's worth. I'm essentially getting gypped, especially not knowing the price point of the PS5 and the Xbox One S Series X. God, Xbox needs to get better at naming their shit. Um, so basically between a mini fridge and a router, um, which, genuine question, why are you buying an Xbox? In my opinion... Xbox has essentially become get a PC. All their games are going to PC. Um, you can cross-play Xbox and PC for most games. So, why not just save your money and put it towards a gaming PC? Like, a, like Xbox exclusives are even going to PC, so then that's not really an exclusive. Whereas, like, PS4, they now conglomerated a bunch of studios, independent studios, under one banner uh, for the PlayStation Studios to work on exclusives for them. And if a PlayStation exclusive does come to PC, which is very few and far between, it's years later. Like, I think God of War is now going to PC. So... Cool, you're getting the fourth God of War on PC. Okay, um, that's just my personal opinion. Um, my brother the other day actually asked me if I was going to get the PS5 or the Xbox Series X, and I was just like, I got to see a price point first, because ain't nothing matter if, if I got to drop a stack. Like, if I got to drop rent on a console... It, it is going to be debatable. Because um, all we know is it's coming out holiday next year. Which means anywhere from... Or holiday this year. So that means the console is dropping anywhere from October to... December. We can already rule... As the months go on, you can rule out what month it's dropping in. The fact that it's now... June, almost July, and neither system has announced a price point, it's not coming out in September. There's no way. They'd lose money if they're coming out in September. So at this point, we're looking at October to December. So the best range for them to drop it is probably going to be November. To December. Either right before or right after Black Friday. Because they're not going to cut you a deal. Unless it's on controllers. That's the only thing that will probably go on sale. Which, if you're on the fence about getting a next-gen console right away. Wait. If you're on the fence about which one you're getting. Drop a deposit on at least one. Because I can guarantee you, with everything going on right now, I know like a bunch of my friends have been trying to get a Switch during this whole pandemic, and you can barely find one. We're just getting some in stock at some places I know are getting them in stock, and it's just like maybe two or three at a time. <clears throat> so you're better off putting the deposit down because there's probably going to be a limited release because they probably haven't been able to produce much. I still think, personally, if you're on the fence about Xbox or PS4, or Xbox or PS5, see what your friends are getting, and then get that one. Though, honestly, like I said, if you're getting an Xbox, just save the money and buy a PC. If you're getting a PS5, Honestly, I would say wait, just because they just announced that they were working on it early this year, and to have it ready by holiday this year, so either they've been working on it for a while, and they lied when they said they were starting working on it, 
or they're basically reskinning a PS4 Pro with upgraded modules, which is the only way I could see this working. Um, but yeah, drop a deposit, see what's going on, uh, and basically wait it out. Wow, I went from recommending shows to talking video games. Like, oof. I don't know how I did that transition, but I love it. Um, what else has been on my mind? What else? What else? What else? Uh, games. If you're looking for something to play, you got a Switch. Pokemon. New DLC just came out. More DLC coming out soon. Uh, fall. So if this DLC came out summer and they did June, next DLC will probably come out October, October-ish, um, yeah, I think that's, that's it, I don't know, I've been listening to, like, other podcasts lately, um, I'm just picking up, like, little little gems and drips of knowledge. Because you can always learn something from someone else, whether it be through their failures or their success. It just depends on the mindset that you're in, whether you take that the lessons as a negative or a positive. So, yeah, I think I've talked about everything that I wanted to talk about today. Uh, thank you for listening to my smooth and sultry voice. Maybe I should try voice acting. I feel like I could do that. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Ooh. Um, however, I do want to say, if any of you are feeling creative, um, there was a website that I was using at one point. Um, or an app, it's called Hit Record, made by Joseph Gordon-Levitt, um, and they give you, like, different little writing prompts, or picture things, or even videos and scripts that you can go to and check out. No, I'm not sponsored, but, you know, I want to put someone on. Maybe someone's been feeling a need to be creative in a way that they're not used to. So, why not? Um, also, recently brought a, brought, bought a book titled The 48 Laws of Power. I intend to read that at some point. Uh, probably somewhere in between all my gaming sessions. And I will, when I finish it, I'll let you guys know. And I'll review it. Um, if anyone else wants to read the book, I got it off of Amazon. It was like 18 bucks, 19 bucks, somewhere in the $20 range. Um, so, uh, if you would like to read along, I will probably start reading that sometime in the next week. Um, and I'll let you know how I feel about it. Um, I read Charlemagne the God's Black Privilege, and I thought it was insightful. Um, Charlemagne the God is known for being someone with a very outspoken and brash personality, but what he says, he's always very honest. Some of you may have seen clips of his interviews with either Joe Biden or Bernie Sanders or Charlemagne, or, uh, Charlemagne, or Soldier Boy, Birdman, and Kanye, and, you know, he doesn't shy away from things he thinks people want to hear about. And he's a very interesting person, you know. I never would have uh, thought to read a book like that. Um, but it is very knowledgeable. And I feel like it is a good read for the current climate in today's society. So if I had to recommend a book, I'd say pick up Charlemagne the God's Black Privilege. Uh, if you want to read along to The 48 Laws of Power. I would say pick that up and probably by next month, I guarantee I will have dropped a review on this book. 
And I'm saying it on the podcast, so now there's accountability. And I know my brother's listening, so he's probably going to ask me about it. So that's even more accountability. So even if I'm not motivated to get things done lately, I'm putting it on myself because I know certain people are listening and they're going to hold me accountable for my actions. Because sometimes you just need that, whether it be weight loss or bad habits, um, dieting, exercise, uh, responsibilities and chores. You know, we all need a little bit of accountability. So don't be afraid to ask your friends like, hey, if you see me doing this, I need you to check me. Check me. Um, But yeah, this has been the Everyday Eddie podcast episode for today. Maybe I'll start reading. Maybe Maybe I'll get some food. Maybe I'll just sit here, play The Last of Us 2. Or maybe I'll play some Pokemon. I think I like the Pokemon. It's, it's a very de-stress. I couldn't get into Animal Crossing, but I can get into some Pokemon. But either way, I'm going to do something. Then I'm going to go to work. Probably annoy my friends on Snapchat and text. But, like I said, thank you for supporting. Because, unlike my bills, support is free. Uh, please... Feel free to share this with your friends and family. Um, leave a review if you can. Five stars, because I'm trying. And that's all anyone can do today in this world is try. Um, and, you know, nobody's going to promote you like you promote yourself. So if you see me on Snapchat, you see me on Instagram, you've seen the wacky ways I've been trying to promote this podcast. I'm, I'm spreading it. I'm spreading it. Treat this podcast, call this podcast chicken pox. I almost said COVID. Call this podcast chicken pox and y'all ain't vaccinated. So I'm spreading the fuck out of this. Actually, I hope you are vaccinated. Please, for the love of God, get vaccinated. Get your vaccine. Ah, gotta vaccinate my dog. That's the thought. Man, so much to do in this world. So little time. Anyway, thanks for listening, guys. I love you all. Be easy.